even as an introvert, I'm God has given me so much grace to build communities wherever I am. But every time I try to fit in somewhere, I lose my confidence. And that's why I believe I do today what I do because I'm I'm a confidence coach. And it's because I, I know how it feels to be insecure. I know the impact of insecurities that it has on your impact and your income. And because I'm a renewed person now, um, I, I want everybody to know their true identity, that our identity is not based on our title, our status, that the place that we were born in, uh, our material possession, but knowing true our identity and who we are in God, who God created us to be. So that's really now more my mission. Let's go! You are listening to The Heath Fluids Podcast. And we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the Second Chance Coach, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the He Fluence Podcast. It's a cloudy day here in Florida. And I always tell my wife, like I always say, talk about the weather because I think, you know, a lot of people are affected by the weather, right? Like if, if, you know, if, it's funny, if you live in a cloudy state where it rains all the time, it affects you. If you live in a sunny state, you get vitamin D and you're a lot healthier, right? Like, and so um, my guest today is halfway around the world. So, um, you know, she's, she's I don't even, um, Carmen, what, what time frame are you on today when we're talking? Well, it's 8 p.m. here in Spain. Okay, 8 p.m. on Wednesday, correct still? Yes. Okay. Wednesday. Okay. Good. So it's um, two p.m. So six hours ahead of of us here in the United States. So um, one of the, so one of the things is that I and Carmen and I were we we got carried away talking before we jumped on, and that's okay. So, but um, Carmen is a a speaker and a teacher. She's an entrepreneur. She's an author. Um, one of the things I like is that she's shared stages with some of the some of my heroes, some people that. Uh, are probably her heroes too. And when you get to stare, when you get to s- stand on a stage before people who you've read their books, like Brian Tracy and Robert Kiyosaki too, you know, I, I read recently last year, I read Brian Tracy's book goals and I don't, I didn't just read it. I implemented things that he shared. Right. And, 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 you know, rich dad, poor dad, like, you know, who hasn't read that? Right. Like, you know, like by Robert Kiyosaki and, and Sharon Lecter, right? Like just the combination with Sharon Lecter and, 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 you know, been listening to her on clubhouse recently and getting to know her a little bit. And one of my close friends, Dr. Janie Lacey was interviewing her on her podcast the other day. And so just being able to connect with people and I connected with Carmen on clubhouse and I was like, you have to come on. I want to interview you. I want to get to know you. And I was like, I don't care if nobody else listens to this podcast. I just want to let get to know you. And so and and we're probably going to dive into some of the things she's been going through some changes, uh, which we agreed are good changes because God is bringing the right people into her life and into her business and keeping the wrong people out. And I think as you listen to this, as, as you know, um, I get asked this question all the time and uh, it, it, they're like, hey, you know, aren't you afraid that you're not going to, you know, you're going to only have half of the business that you want to have because, you talk about your faith so much and you might scare people off. I said, look, I would rather stand before God one day and know that I didn't deny God before man because the Bible says he'll deny me before the father. I can, I can be confident in that. 
I'm never pushy or persuasive. I'm in, I'm influential. I, um, I, I am growing and learning every single day. I've surrounded myself around with some different people that are, that are encouraging me. We were just talking before Carmen and I were talking and before that. And so, uh, I am super excited that Carmen is here today and I'm super excited that she's going to share her story because I was just sharing this and, and you're probably listening. Um, we do it on video, so I get to see her and she gets to see me and we know pause for emphasis and emotions. We use these for, uh, lead-ins like today is one of my episodes usually goes live on Wednesday and I'm interviewing Carmen on a Wednesday today. And, um, my, my episode that goes live is with my friend, Niku Loesch, who has been, uh, um, on clubhouse. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Carmen knows who she is. If not a lot of people do, she's shaking her head. Yes. So, um, and, and one of the things is, is that now, um, Niku is working with my coach, Israel Duran. And uh, actually this Saturday on Clip Breakfast with Champions, um, they'll be interviewing each other on, on there. And I, I'm excited to hear that. But what I'm excited to hear is from Carmen Habibi. And she is an amazing, I just said this to her. She's as beautiful on the inside as she is on the outside. And I think that as you hear her speak, you're going to hear the person that loves God with a passion and um, I was I was looking. It's really funny. I was looking at her Instagram. I was stalking her on Instagram. No, I really wasn't. It was just funny. But but hey, how do we um, um, how do we get to know people? We get to know people by listening. And 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 when I was reading about her last name, how you and I was asking her, making sure that I said it right earlier. Um, it's the Arabic word that literally means my love. Right. And, and what greater way to understand her is, you know, we are, we are, people will know us by our fruits, right. But they will know us most. They, we, we know us most of all by our love, how we love people. Right. And I always say this, um, you know, our, my number one goal, I was listening to Danelle Delgado yesterday on clubhouse and Danelle was going through a list of these things. And, um, people were taking notes, right? Like everybody was taking notes yesterday. And um, one of the things that I was laughing about was, is everybody, I asked for a copy of her notes and everybody was trying to send them to me right now. I was like, you know, I was, I was trying to write it down and I was like, okay, I'm just going to reach out to Danelle and ask her for the notes. Right. Because she said, one thing that she said, is she, she said, you want to build your mental armor. Uh, you want to remember that nothing is neutral. You want to speak life. And she said, cheer people on daily. And so my goal now is to cheer people on daily. So Carmen, I'm excited to hear about you. Welcome to the HeFluence podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you for being here with me today. Wow. Thank you so much, Michael. I'm so grateful to be here speaking to you. You're definitely have been cheering me on. Like yesterday, we were in a room together on Clubhouse with Tamara and you are definitely a cheerleader. You speak the right things at the right time. And I'm so grateful to be in this um, podcast with you. And one of the things before we started, you said this beautiful word, which is intention. And that's one of the things that I got from you. What I get also from your podcast, what you want to bring here to your audience is in being intentional. So I want to be very intentional that the time that we're going to spend here together, that whoever's going to listen to this, they're going to take something out from this. That's going to steer something inside of you to move into action because information without implementation is going to be useless. So that's my intention from this talk today. So good. That's so good. It, you, it, I, I, I interviewed a young Christian entrepreneur on my 27 years old. 
pastor's son. His name is Daniel Quack. And I interviewed him on my podcast and, and you're smiling. So you probably know who he is. He said, he said to me, Mike, do you know the difference between wisdom and knowledge? And I said, I think I do. And I said, I think it's action. And he said, a hundred percent. You can have all the wisdom and all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't take action on what you learn, then it's just a word. And it's like, uh, it's like analysis paralysis, right? So, um, I want to get to know Carmen. So why don't you tell me like a little bit about yourself? Tell me your story. Cause it, it, it here's something I learned. And before you share this, I, I, um, yesterday or yeah, no, it was Monday, Monday on breakfast with champions. Glenn finished the, um, time segment telling a story about where we gave him three different things. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it, but it was really, really good. And he, so he, he said, somebody give me a person. And um, someone said, Bruce Lee. And someone, and then he asked me for an object. And I said, a basketball. And then he asked my friend, David Spisak, uh, for a, uh, an emotion. And it was limiting beliefs. And literally for the next five minutes, Glenn told his story using those three different things. I love that. And I was completely blown away. I was like, Dang, Glenn, I was texting him in the back channel saying, wow, that was incredible. And I think you said this, and this is me, Stephen Kuhn, my friend Stephen Kuhn challenged me to use smaller introductions about my story, but I want to hear your real story, your longer story today. But he said, make it simple when, you, when you're introducing yourself. When somebody says, hey, Michael, what do you do? I'm an intentional connector. I'm an mm-hmm. intentional connector. I love to lift people up and build them up. Um, I'm working on things that I can become better at, um, but I'm an intentional connector. So I'm excited to hear about who Carmen is. So tell me like, you know, your background, like where you came from, and then we'll dive into some more of that stuff. Cause I like it that you brought up intentionality. We, we may just dive into that a little bit, but let me tell me a little bit about the beautiful soul that you are and where you came from and where you are now. You're very kind. Thank you so much, Michael. Yes. So uh, I love that you're, uh, you said it very simple. You're um, an intentional connector. And it made me think, what am I actually? <laughs> because we're constantly unfolding. And if I were to describe myself, it would be I'm an encourager. I equip and empower women to lead in their sphere of influence by bringing, by utilizing and getting closer to God. Ultimately, my goal is to not lead people to me, but to lead to lead to source directly. And I do this through the goal getters club. So I'm a goal getter and I have a goal getters club uh, where I help female entrepreneurs do exactly that. We every day get into the playground and we just equip ourselves. And I just like, if I were to describe my job, I'm the, I'm a, I'm a cheerleader. (laughs) I will be your biggest cheerleader, no matter what I can see. If you see yourself at your lowest, I always see you at your highest, no matter what. So um, to give you a little bit of context about, you know, my background, I'm originally from Sudan. I don't know if you guys know anything about Sudan. If you, Michael, know, Sudan is in Africa. It's close to Egypt. I was born in Sudan and then from Sudan, I moved to Germany. From Germany, I lived in Germany 17 years. Germany moved to the UK. My dad started businesses in the UK. And then um, I started a university in, in London I started my business in London, and now I call myself just a freedom 
a woman. <laughs> I'm an international free woman. I'm literally right now here in Spain and I organize retreats and events. And that's why here I'm in Spain. Um, so, uh, yeah. You don't really have a home. Is that what you're telling me? I'm, I'm, I have a home everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You, you put me anywhere. I'll be fine. <laughs> well, it's just funny. You said Sudan, Germany, London, and now Spain. So I'm just wondering, like, you don't really call home any specific place, right? No, no. Home is where this is true, where my people, like I build communities wherever I go, I start with nothing. And wherever, like here in Spain, I've been for over one year, which is also not a story because last year uh -huh. I came here to Spain to organize my retreat. And uh, my retreat was supposed to happen in March. <sighs> and then we got locked down and I lost in one month, I lost over 30,000 pounds. I, the deposit of the villa, I didn't get it back. I got, I wasn't able to fly back to London. So I had to isolate here on my own. Um, and for two months, I feel like there was a time where God was just preparing me to whatever, like the business. He was just healing me during this time. And I was completely isolated from everything that I know. And I could have blamed God, like, I'm losing this money. I'm losing my business. Like, what's happening? But that was a time where he was building me up. And he said to me, I'm going to restore everything to you. I'm going to restore your finances. Everything that you lost, you're going to get it all back and hundredfold. So I'm still, and he's showing me, he keeps showing me that it's coming back. So a year later, I did not know that I would still be in Spain. So over this period of time, I made friends. Obviously, London, it's raining. The weather is cold. And I'm here living close to the beach, living my best life. I'm like, I like being locked down here. <laughs> I'm going to stay. What did you say? What did you say the season is like now in, in Spain right now? What what year are they? What season oh, are they in summer, right now? Summer. Proper oh, summer. okay. Okay. All right. It's so beautiful. I live, I live like five minutes from the beach and I've got, I built my community and unintentionally I've got now Spanish clients here who hire me as a confidence coach. All my landlords that I lived here with, they, they hired me as a, as a confidence coach without me even promoting myself. And that's again, the spirit of God, because it's not by what I say to them, it's by how we show up in the world. And that's what how you make them feel, feel right. It's not always yeah. about what you say to them. It's about how you make them feel right. And I think yes, they feel there's something different. Like here in Spain, there's a certain culture like this, the Spanish culture, they love to drink. They love to party. They love to do certain things. And um, I, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> I don't do all those things. And they're like, there's something different about you. You're always so happy. <laughs> Tell me what's, what's, what's this about? So, so you speak Spanish and you speak English and what else do you speak? Well, I'm learning Spanish. Um, okay. I speak Arabic okay. and German and English. Yes. Okay. So you're working on your fourth language. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. But to like, so all these transitions from me to go from Sudan to Germany, from Germany to the UK, every transition, I try to fit into the country, to the culture, to the environment. And every time I try to adapt to places, I try to look like, the people that are in the place. I try to talk like them, be like them, but then I lost myself. I lost my identity. Mm. I didn't know who I was. So it created a lot of insecurities inside of me. So I always, I tried every time I tried to fit into a community. I always, I was always the misfit. I never fitted into a community mm. until I realized that God didn't create me to fit in anywhere. <laughs> I am here. I'm a community builder. I am the one that's, supposed to create comments. That's why for me, it's easy to go anywhere and build a community around me, even as an introvert. So wow. I'm not the 
yeah, I'm not an extrovert. I'm not the person that's like going out all the time. Even as an introvert, I'm, God has given me so much grace to build communities wherever I am. But every time I try to fit in somewhere, I lose my confidence. And that's why I believe I do today what I do because I'm, I'm a confidence coach. And it's because I, I know how it feels to be insecure. I know the impact of insecurities that it has on your impact and your income. And because I'm a renewed person now, I'm, I'm not, I want everybody to know their true identity, that our identity is not based on our title, our status, that the place that we were born in, uh, our material possession, but knowing true our identity and who we are in God, who God created us to be. So that's really now more my mission to breed this kind of confidence in people. I love that. I love that. And I think that's super important. Um, creating culture and community is a big thing, right? Like, um, and, and, and to be honest with you, the hardest thing I think for entrepreneurs is staying in their lane, right? Like you were talking about, you know, you adapting to your identity. And so, um, I wrote that down. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about our identity. Cause, um, you know, for me, um, even just in this last month and last two months, last couple months, I've had massive identity shifts. Even this morning, to be honest with you, um, I, 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 I began to look, in my, look at myself and, and find out the areas in my life that I was falling short, you know, and areas that I could be better. You know, it's, it's, you know I tell you when, you, when you, whether you are married or single, whatever you do, you're never, none of us are promised tomorrow. I mean, I say this all the time, you know, I don't think it would ever happen, but my wife could walk away tomorrow or something, she could die or whatever that may be. I have to see my identity and not how anybody else sees me, but how God sees me. Right. And uh, my friend, Todd White is a pastor, local pastor here in the United States. Todd White, Todd White, you know, Todd White. Yeah. I'm listening to him every day. Yeah. So Todd, so, so I, I met Todd through, um, one of my friends, Theo Kulianis, pastors Todd's church in um, in Dallas, Fort Worth area, right? And so Todd has a video talking about identity, right? And about how our identity is not in man. And I, I spoke at my church this past weekend, and then I want you to comment on this, is uh, how your identity has changed and how now you see yourself as the person that you see yourself. And that's most important. So talk a little bit about that, because I think what's important is, is once we realize that our identity is in God and in Christ, um, it changes our life. It changes the way we talk. It changes the way we eat. Um, you know, I spoke um, at a conference a couple weeks ago and I, I talked about how God honors how we take care of our body, right? I've seen some pictures of you, you know, how you've changed your, you know, your physical body and how you've got healthier and you've worked on that. And, and, and I think what's important is, is just even with me, like I, I'll be 53 soon and I feel 30. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I've made it a priority knowing that God honors how I take care of my temple. Right. And so our identity is, is I write now, I wrote, I write some things on my mirror and my wife does too about so that I can remind myself of my identity. I can remind myself of things I need to focus on. So when you think about your identity now compared to where it used to be, talk a little bit about that in the shifts and changes that are yeah. happening in your life and in your business and how you're walking in it differently now than you did before. Cause I've heard you talk about it and you and I talked about it the other day on Clubhouse. So talk about that yeah. a little bit. 
it's very interesting because I have uh, several experiences. First of all, I have, of course, my personal experience, which I'm going to be speaking about, but I also have the perspective of I've been working for over 10 years in the personal development industry. And I've worked for one of the largest events promoting companies that brings the biggest speakers, such as Tony Robbins on stage, all those big people like actually Tony Robbins organization. That's the company that I started working in 10 years ago. So I have this span of time where I have witnessed transformation. I've witnessed thousands of people's transformation. I became really good at observing people and I've seen what works and what doesn't. And then for myself as well, going through my own personal transformation, I've realized that there's a missing link, that there's there's two ways to do something. I can do it with my own strengths, which is my ego. Yes, you know, I'm a goal getter. I set myself goals and I go after them. I take action. I achieve my goals. But then when I get there, what's what's next? How am I going to feel? Am I going to feel content with it? The second, the second way to do it is, which I have learned now over the past two years because I got um, reborn. I got baptized again two years ago. And my whole life completely changed as a result of this. My whole business has changed. And I got this new identity. And that's the, the, the transformation link and puzzle, what I believe is missing in, in personal development in general, which is including God, inviting God into my personal growth journey, inviting God into my business and surrendering, letting him lead me, having a personal relationship with God. So that's the thing, because we try to look for books. We try to look for you know, healing coaches, mentor, and we can, it's all helping at some point. It get, gets us somewhere, but I, I found that, you know, only through personal relationship with God, he will even guide us to the right books because there's so many information out there. And right now, the biggest challenge and epidemic right now is overwhelm. Overwhelm breeds insecurity, doubts, and fear. That's why I've seen over the years, people do the same courses over and over again. They come back because they get this hype from this events. They get this motivation, you know, or even we can see people go to church over and over again, but nothing is changing. So why is that? So I question all those things because this is the journey that I've gone through as well, where I'm, I feel like I go one step forward, two steps back. And it's until I, you know, it's, overwhelm is comes when I have too much information, but it's not about just getting information. It's about unlearning the things that we already know. So when we speak about identity, it's not about me, you know, getting, 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 getting things because right now we are in a consumer age. So it's about unlearning the things that are false, our habits, our, you know, mindset, beliefs, the things that we think about ourselves. You know, the way that we've been brought up, like I am the only person in Sudan that does what I do. Like I wrote a book. I, I, I haven't met anyone from Sudan that does what I do. And if I would have had my identity as a, just a Sudanese woman, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today. So it is, um, it is unlearning, unpeeling the layers so we can allow God to create a new space and give us this new found identity that is in him. And that's a discovery journey. That's an unfolding journey. And it's such a, it's one of the most beautiful things. And it's very fresh. Like I'm speaking to you here right now. And I shared with you that I'm currently going through a big challenge in my life. Like I'm not speaking here from like, oh, look at me. I've got all this experience, all these years. And no, it's a constant involvement because I just got baptized two years ago. And right now my, my whole business is going through a whole tra new transition I'm releasing my old clients that are not aligned with my core values. 
And now I'm getting in new clients. God is reshaping, building foundations that are going to be lasting. So before I had business foundations that were just giving me success to a certain degree, but now God is saying, no, I'm going to break everything down, <laughs> break you even down to build you up again. And that process, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be talking real. I'm not here to motivate you because I believe motivation is very short loss. I'm just going to give it to you the truth because that process is not comfortable. That process, a lot of people don't want to take that journey. And that's what makes a true goal getter. Somebody that doesn't just want to set goals somebody that doesn't just want to achieve goals, but somebody that wants to maintain and grow. And if you're anything like me, you want to be able to steward the things that God is giving you. I don't want to just make money. I want to be able to grow and invest my money and to live a true freedom life. I don't want to just get my fit summer body for the summer. No, I want to be healthy all year round. And I believe that is really what it's about. You're so smart. You're so smart. I knew I knew you were smart, but now I know more about you and you're more smarter than I thought. Thank um, you. You're, you're, you're just super impressive. Um, it's, it's great to be around impressive people. It's great to be around. So um, let's next talk about, so I told um, Carmen that I, when we pray before we start that the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us in the directions that we say. And so I take notes here. I've got a page and a half notes already. And uh, that's why I do. I, I look stuff up on my phone and, and I, I, I take stuff here because usually we just take clips out of this for things. And so people aren't going to be watching the, the video, but they'll, they'll know because I get to look at Carmen and I get to hear, see her pause for emphasis. I get to see her beautiful facial expressions and how she's passionate about who she is and what she's doing and how God is transforming her life. Because it, 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 I, even if I just heard her voice, right, I don't know if she's just telling me something, but now I could get to see her pause and her passion and her emotion about what's God's actually doing in her life. And that is what's most important. That's what's most important. And so you talked about core values. Um, you know, for me, my core values are number one is love, um, honesty, integrity, and humility. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you think about yours, what are Carmen's core values? What are some of the things that you, that that shift has happened in you? And I told her I do fireside chat. So um, she's pretty smart. So she'll, she'll, she'll kick in on this pretty quickly because she's talked about intentionality and I wrote down intentionality and she went right into that from the beginning without me even asking her about it. And it's something I wrote down to talk about. And then I, I wrote down identity and she started talking about identity halfway through. So now I was going to ask about core values, which was the next thing I wrote down and she brought it up. So let's dive into that. Let's talk a little bit about the importance of core values and what they mean to you and the shift that you've used now in that process. Yeah. So one of the things that I um, believe and I teach my clients as well is you are one decision away from a better life. And we're we are the sum of the decisions that we're making. I mean, we're all different. We come all in different shapes, size, um, you know, looks, everything is different about us. But if there's one thing that God gave all of us, it's a free will. And that free will is choices. And we make 
choices based on our values, either we like it or not. So I can have someone because I speak to a lot of people every day and they're like, oh, I want to be healthy. And that's one of my highest values. But then I look, it's two ways that you can tell how people value things, really. If you boil it down, it's two things, how you invest your time and how you invest your money. If I can look into your bank account and how you are investing your money, I know if you truly value your health because I can see the receipts. I can see if you're going to Taco Bell, McDonald's, wherever you're going, or if you're actually going to Whole Foods. So and good. Like good food, right? So it's um, those are the things or how you invest your time. So the Carmen before was somebody that didn't, I I said I have certain vice, like for example, relationship wasn't my highest vice. I would put business before family. That was one of the things that I used before Christ. That was, that's the one that I used to be. And it's, it brought me a lot of suffering. That's why I felt so much so many times lonely. I could be in a room of 10,000 people and yet I didn't feel connected. And I was many times in a room of 10,000 people being in the events industry. So then when God changed me, he started to show me what actually my true values are because my true values are relationship, our connection, our faith. Actually, God, God first before everything, God first. So when I make business decisions, I always I always see, is this aligned with God? Like now I'm getting business opportunities and a lot of them, they're not aligned with me. They want me to talk about crystals and I'm like, that's not what I do. <laughs> so, or horoscopes like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to support it. I respect what you do, but that's not, that's not me. So it's I'm making my decisions based on my values. And you mentioned health because I loved when we had, we had these conversations before this um the recording hit where you were talking about so passionate about your health and i'm a big believer in you know having a healthy body but before that before i got baptized i was super unhealthy and because health wasn't one of my highest values as a matter of fact i used to smoke cigarettes i used to smoke 20 cigarettes a day i was addicted i was an emotional eater is that big from your is that big from your community like from this did you did that come from like the culture of sedan and and in that culture because no it was just me uh i don't think um being a smoker is coming from my culture actually not at all i'm a very untraditional Sudanese woman because okay. if I was supposed to be traditional I would be married at the age of 18 have five children and was it was your was your original faith was it the Muslim faith or was it the Hindu faith so, what um, orthodox orthodox Christian so it's a very okay. orthodox, like, kind of like Greek kind of like the Greek orthodox version okay that's right. yeah so I grew up orthodox but um I never believed in religion like I always felt repelled towards religion because I have friends from all around the world and I love all people. And I felt that religion was separating people. So it took me away, further away from God. But then I discovered having a personal relationship with God. And that was like a whole game for me. And that's when I found my identity. So you were speaking about health because now that the thing is, there's again, two ways to do something. I can get pushed to do it. Like, oh, I want to be healthy. And you can force yourself to go into this crash diets and be super healthy that way. And, you know, it will be short lasted. Or you can come from a place of, I don't have to do it. I want to do it. So now that I know that the spirit of God is inside of me, that's a temple. I'm just carrying this temple. He is inside of me. It's my duty. It's a gift from him. It's like if somebody gave you a precious gift, you wouldn't just throw it in the corner. You would take care of it. You would get, give gratitude to it. So now that I know I have a gift inside of me, I want to take care of this temple. This is why I want to be healthy. So it's, it's a different way to come from values. 
Um, and yeah, health is one of my highest values now. Impact, growth is my highest values. I make all my decisions, all my business decisions are based on impact. You know, even this conversation that we're having now, I know that you're about impact as well. You're about growth. That's why I want to be here talking to you. And uh, that's how I make my decisions. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. So smart. So let's, let's finish with this. Let's, let me think about this because um, I want to hear your massive impact when you think about this. So, so we've, we've talked about identity. We've talked about core values a little bit. So you've been in the personal development space for many years, right? So why don't we finish talking a little bit about personal development? It, why don't we hear the speaker, Carmen, like the, the on stage, like bringing it home something. I know if, if you're, if you're listening, you can't see Carmen cause she's smiling and laughing. She's like, what is Michael going to make me do now? Right. And, 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 and so uh, one of the things I think that's important is, is that when you, when you, when you look at, you know, the things that she's done and the person that she's become, you know, she's very unapologetic about her transition and the change that God has done in her. Right. Like she's like, I love everybody, but I'm not going down that line because so many people, you know, like there's certain people that I won't mention their names, but there's certain people that I love them, but I think they have created their income and their, sorry about that, their income and their impact from breathing, from deteriorating off of God's word and starting different, you know, movements, you know, and, and I could go down that road of naming people, but I won't, but, but it's, it's that I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to be the person that becomes a millionaire and forgets where I came from and denies God before man and is on clubhouse and my, and nothing in my bio talks about God. It's not going to happen for me. So why don't you finish this last section with us and however long you go, it's fine. Um, it, it talking about some things that maybe somebody's listening today and they're right there. They're can, they're confused. They're like, well, you know, like, like the people that asked me, aren't you afraid that you're, when you talk about God, you're going to lose all these people. I said, I would rather make a half a million dollars a year and then make another half residual um, and be strong in my faith and make 10 million or 20 million and not be grooted and grounded in who I am. So when you think about that word personal development, maybe there's somebody out there, what's really on your heart right now as your message of something that can really impact people's lives and turn them in the direction that you're going, that they're, that, that, that you're going, that they could go. And maybe they're that person that just needs to hear what you have to say. So I'm, I got my pencil ready and I'm ready to listen. Well, I'm going to share something that's a bit controversial and uh, because I've been in this space for so Let's long, go. Let's go. I know some people, but I'm just going to speak my truth unapologetic because here's the word personal development, self-development. I have a challenge and problem with that word. Now discovering, you know, getting close to having personal relationship with God and being reborn. I really was thinking about, we speak about intention. Our words actually have an impact. And if we think about the word personal development, self-development, it's all about me, 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 me. But actually, if you truly want to create impact, it's not about you. Because if you if you want to start a business, you can be as passionate as you want. You know, it's going to take work. You're going to get into the mundane every day. It's not going to be about you. Because if you always just think about yourself, you're not going to create the real impact. It's never about us. And it's even in the word love, you know. Love is not about us. 
You know, love is, if we actually look the word, the definition in love, Corinthians, you know, it's love is patient, love is kind. It doesn't boast. Like all those things, it's like, they're not nice things. <laughs> so it is self, there's suffering in love. And I think we need to start having more conversation that's, it's not just about me, me, me. The journey that we're going to go in, we have to shine the light on something bigger than us. Because if we just have the light on us, we're going to just start seeing things that are not working. It's going to breed more insecurity. It's going to breed more fear. But what we need to put the light on is, first of all, God. We need to put our focus on God. We need to put our focus on people and who we're serving, what value, what gifts have we been given. God has said he, he's given us gifts that's going to create room for us. So we need to discover what those gifts are. All of us have got different gifts. So we need to, our job is to discover what this gift is. Once we discover it, we write the vision, we make it plain and we run with it. It's as simple as it is. And then you're, you know, from there, you're then, if you constantly just like me, 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 you're going to go into this self-healing journey. And yeah, we all need healing, but we know the healer. We need to know who the healer is because sometimes Man. what I realized in self-development, you go through this whole personal development experience, seeking one guru, one expert after the other, seeking healing from a source that can never heal you. And if you go straight to the source that can actually provide you that healing so you can move on with the vision and plan that God has for you and release your gift to the world that's going to create room for you, it's going to create impact and income for you and freedom for you, that's when you become truly free. So I have a challenge with the word personal development. It's controversial, but you can come after me. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. All right. So one more thing I want to talk about before we go is I want you to talk about intentionality. Okay, because a lot of times in personal development, we can hear it like you just said, I'm unapologetic, I'm controversial. Like, you know, I'm, I mean, I feel like you could be my twin and a female version because I'm very controversial. Um, I actually, I'll be honest with you, one thing I'm working on is um, I, I, I'm a push, I push sometimes. Like, I, if people ask me about somebody, I, I unapologetically say, hey, I just don't like the way they're doing. And, and I know sometimes it gets back to the person, right? And I'm like, I'm not a liar. I, what I would have said to that person, I would say to your face. I would say if some, you know, and I had, I've had this happen just recently where I stopped working with a client who was paying me a lot, a lot of money. And just because I didn't line up with the things that I wanted to do, and it doesn't mean I don't love her and I don't care about her and I wouldn't want to do stuff with her and go to hear her speak or do, it's just a lot of the things that doesn't line up with me, right? And, and, and like now I wouldn't really care. I wouldn't be offended if she heard this, like, like I've said this to her personally. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, and it can be a trickling effect, like, you know, one person hears that and then just like, oh, you're, you know, that, that this is what I learned about, about me is that, you know, you hear all this word, you know, gossip or slander or whatever. Gossip is telling somebody something that you wouldn't tell to that person's face. Like if I'm going to say something right now about, um, I'll just say my wife, like my wife's going to hear this and know this and listen, but I would say the same thing to her in person that I would say if, if I was over here talking to somebody else. Right. And so it's being super intentional about who you are and what you're in. So when you think about that, when you think about intentionality and personal development, all that we've talked about, what does that mean to you? What does intentionality mean at your time in your life right now? what yeah. you're going through and everything that we've heard, what does that mean to you going forward in this next season of your life? 
Yeah. So at this moment in time, what in my what intention means to me is is everything I'm doing giving glory to God. Is everything? It's more of Him and less of me. That is who. That is my intention with everything that I'm doing. Because right now we live in a world that's influencer, right? <laughs> it's like push me, me, me. But okay, I'm being used. But am I giving? shining the light on me or am I shining the light of the source that created me on him? So being intentional for me right now, this moment, and I believe forever is going to be just my, when I work with my clients, I don't need to create fans. I don't need to create like another, no, I have seen, I've seen that world and I've been in this world because I worked in a personal development where you idolize people. I don't want to be anyone's idol. I want Whatever I say, whatever I do, that is going to be the hands of feet of God. I'm an imperfect person that is just saved by grace and every single day messing up. But he he's giving me so much. So I want to give thanks back to him. So everything that I do has to give glory to him. That is my intention. That's it. I have my mic here. I could do a mic drop right now because that's that's what we want. That, that, that you've talked about identity, you've talked about your core values, you've talked about intentionality, but none of it's been about you. None of it's, it's all been about the, the one who created Carmen, the one who created Michael, the one who doesn't represent religion. He represents a relationship. I, I, uh, you brought up Todd White. Uh, we brought up Todd White a minute ago. And, and, and I say this, I've said this on numerous podcasts. I want to say it again, because I hope it drives it home to somebody. Uh, my friend Michael Koulianis has a huge ministry here in Orlando, Florida. He married Jessica, um, uh, Benny Hinn's daughter, Jessica, and they have a huge ministry here in Orlando. People come from all around the world and him and Todd are like this. They're like best buds, right? Yeah. And Michael was, and I'm good friends with Michael's cousins and his brother, uh, Theo, runs uh, Todd's church in in, in um in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And Michael said, you know, miracles happen um, he goes, I go and preach in different, you know, all around the world and people come and people get their eyesight back and their hearing back and, you know, all these miraculous things. He said, but that's not the greatest miracle that happens. Mm -hmm. He said, and he held his fingers up and he snapped his fingers. He said, the greatest miracle that happens is when Jesus, the Holy Spirit leaves the 99 to save that one person. Wow. When, when the same spirit. He said, it's not something religion is, is, is man-made. You can explain it easily, but being born again and truly receiving the spirit of God into your life happens like this. I, I did a salvation message at my church on Sunday. And I said, look, you can be in church all your life and never have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's you can hear the word of God and, and believe it and still never experience it. There's the difference. The difference and experiencing it is when God would never force himself into our life. I didn't force you to have a, um, a, an interview with me. I asked you, you, you accept it. That's love. That's encouragement. That's intentionality. That's because we're like-minded and heart-minded, right? Uh, same thing. God, God, because if God forced himself into your life, it wouldn't be love. It would be force, right? So that's why he, the same spirit that raised God from the dead takes residence inside your body and, and a man becomes born again. And I'll finish with this. And then I want you to tell people how you can, how they can connect with you and get to know you a little bit better is this. There's a new series and I've, I've probably shared this and I'm going to share it probably four or five more times in different interviews, but there's a new series called the chosen. And if you have, if you, you can either watch it on, on your iPhone and 
cast it on your TV or you can watch it on YouTube. And it's, it's great. It's in the second season. I've got to get caught up because I have two episodes I've missed. But I watched the first series um, twice, all the way through. Once I watched it with my wife and then I went back again when I was traveling on my own and I watched the whole series by myself and I took page after page of notes and God brought revelation. And there was a time in there when Nicodemus was in the upper room with Jesus and they were sitting, you know, this far apart. And, you know, Nicodemus had prayed and waited for the Messiah to come. You know, that's what he believed. He was a Jewish ruler. He believed that the Messiah would eventually come. And then when he started having this conversation with, with Jesus and he said, well, what do I have to do to be born again? And he said, I can't go back into my mother's womb. Right. And in an instant, he realized that the one he'd been praying for all his life was sitting wow. six feet from him. That the, the Messiah was the one that was sitting there with him. And then the long and story of the short, if you know, if you haven't watched it, I would tell you to go watch it because it's a very intense thing. You know, he said, well, what do I have to do now? He said, I am right. He said, get, go and, and, and tell your wife and you're, you're leaving and give everything away and come and follow me. And the next day, if you know the story in the movie, in the, in the series, the next day he showed up and he wouldn't let go of his money. He left money for them to use along the journey, but he was supposed to be one of the disciples. And God chose Matthew. I have a shirt on today. It's called The League of the Least Likely. My pastor just did a sermon on this, a series on this, a whole series of how God used the most, le likely, most least likely people to build the kingdom and to make an impact in the kingdom, like from Hannah to Mordecai to, you know, Jesus, for heaven's sakes, right? And how he used Matthew, the tax collector, who had Asperger's that, you know, now that they've recognized that that's what it was. And Peter even said, no, not him, God, not him. And God said, yes, him, because God will use the very least likely person, maybe a person that's came from religion. Maybe, you know, my friend Saul Pitchon was one of his mom was one of 1500 women to come out of a concentration camp in, um, you know, in the Holocaust. And he was the she was the only woman to have a baby. And he became a born again Christian later on in life and now has the largest um pregnancy center in the world, saving babies from abortion. When all these other women had been, all their ovaries had been taken, none of them were able to birth a child, but Saul was, mom was the only one in 1500 women in that concentration camp. And then he went on to save thousands and thousands of babies over his 30 year career. So every day we're, 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 you know, we have decisions that we make and I, I just want to commend you, um, for making a decision to not succumb to the things of the world and just to follow step into your destiny, step into that, that place and, and to really receive and understand what it means to have a true relationship with God. So thank you for that. So why don't you do this? Why don't you, as we finish, why don't you tell people how they can connect with you, um, how they can get to know you and, 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 and listen to you and hear you. And um, I think it's super important because people need to know you and hear you. So tell us how they can connect with you. Thank you so much. Um, the easiest way to connect with me is on Instagram. It's carmen.tv, K-A-R-M-I-N.tv or Carmen Habibi. And I've got a YouTube channel uh, where I share more content about that. And if you connect with me on Instagram and send me a message because I love building relationships. 
So if you uh, send me a message on Instagram, I'll give you like free downloadables of my book, The Art of Goal Getting. I can give you a checklist, a confident woman checklist. It can be a confident man checklist. And I can send you to my YouTube channel for free resources. So yeah, just connect with me on Instagram. Send me a message. Say what was your aha moment from this and give Michael as well big thanks. And yeah, I'll, I'll be able to give you all the resources. That's awesome. Well, I say this whenever I finish the podcast. It's been great to have you. Super great. This has been phenomenal. I can't wait to re-listen to everything that you said. I, I can't wait for us to connect more and see how I can serve you and how I can learn from you and serve each other because I believe we have a kingdom connection. We have, um, you know, we're like-minded and we're heart-minded, like our friend Tama Andrew says. You know, I I um, I love the connections. As we were talking, I told you that Tamara texted me a really encouraging message as we were talking and that's how we met. And so we've met, you know, on Clubhouse and stuff. So I say this all the time. The only way people get to listen to this is if you download it and you subscribe to the podcast, we're on Apple, we're on all the major, uh, uh platforms. And I say this as we finish my most important thing that I want to do is I want to love God. I want to love people. And I challenge you to live with passion and with vision not looking over your shoulder at your past, but pressing on towards the mark of your calling to love God, love people, live with passion and vision because the Bible says that people perish for a lack of knowledge and wisdom. But he also says the reason we lack it is because we don't ask for it. So I would tell you, you know, you can have that same relationship that Carmen and I both have. You can ask God into your life and in an instant, he'll take, he'll come into your life. He'll never force himself, but all you got to do is ask. Um, and, and if you ever have that and you want to reach out, reach out to our team. If you ever want to know how you can have a relationship, I'm sure Carmen would love to talk to you about that too, about how you can have a relationship with God, but just know that God loves you. And so thank you for listening to another session of the Heatfluence podcast till our next session. As I said, love God, love people, live with passion and vision. Bye-bye. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Heatfluence podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.